All right, welcome back. Assalamu alaikum. Hola, everybody. <laughs> to our one Spanish listener. We are back with your bi weekly episodes of Haki Faldi with your host, Mehdi, and myself, Muhammad. On this episode, we are going to get a very different perspective. We're going to get an older perspective on life, on struggle, on fitting in. A lot of the times, we actually, as as a younger generation, most of our followers are 18 to 27, the majority of our followers. And there is a problem in our community where we actually don't understand the older generation like we should. We don't know what exactly what they went through. We don't know what our parents had to go through migrating from the U.S. We don't know their struggle. We don't know what they had to endure like we should. And there's a, a narrative problem where we haven't heard the stories or the perspective of our older generation of our elders like we should. And we want to bridge that gap and tell that story today on this podcast. So like always, we can come to understanding. Uh, which is the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast. Is to... So in, in, the, in the continuation of a trilogy, <laughs> <laughs> we have the shepherd of the Musa family, <laughs> the chief. Commander-in-chief. The commander-in-chief. The shot caller. The shot caller. <laughs> The baller. <laughs> what else, baby? <laughs> the one and only. No, I'm not that uh, uh, chauvinist. So you're gonna see on the video he's got a fedora. <laughs> it's not on here, Larry. <laughs> oh, go. It doesn't go on. I'll put it on later. The infamous, the father of our previous guest, Abu Amir. We would like to welcome him. Thank oh, you. No, sorry. Thank, oh, you. No, sorry. Thank you. It's my pleasure being here. You're gonna be f- f- the first in the perspective of the older generation. And this is what we're excited for. No, you keep saying older. I'm not that old. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. I'm sorry, you're... He's only... It's okay. He's he's only 40. (laughs) No, I am... I just turned 63 weeks ago. But I feel like 40. You have the energy of... Oh, 40-year-old man. Yes. Of of a man. You have more more energy than Mehdi and I. No, 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 no. No, I swear. No, no, no. We literally walked like about a mile long um, as soon as we met Amoba Amir to, to get some coffee. And... Mashallah, like he wasn't out of breath or nothing. He no, was just no. So that's why when I said I quit smoking in yeah. 1996, it helped out. And I wanted to do Dabkit with you, Abu Amir. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this no, the I, the next am, <laughs> I am a better singer than Dabik at, at this stage, yes. I always wanted to learn how to sing. I don't know what it is. Maybe <clears throat> in my family, we don't, we don't have the gene. Well, you, you have to have the voice, okay? And yeah, but how uh, do I, if I don't, how do I get it, you know? You don't. <laughs> it's naturally. I mean, it comes yeah. out. It's genetic. Here's a funny story about the voice and something. You know, you know my daughters, Iman and Amina and Noor. So when they were in school, they were involved in uh, stage and theater, and mm-hmm. they sang on the stage. So the the teacher or the uh, the person who produced the show for them, they said, "You girls are take uh, take after your mother." Mm-hmm. They said, "No, we actually take our after our father. Our father is the singer in the family." Maybe so. we get a l- we'll get a little. Hint, a little taste of it at the end. You should sing us off. You well, should no, I, sing if us you off. go to <laughs> my Facebook, uh, Ziyad Musa Abu Sharif, you will find me singing with Muhammad Kabha, and uh, you would think that this guy's a pro. <laughs> 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 we, we're going to edit that in. Uh, just Facebook? No. Nah. Are you on Instagram too, or just no, Facebook? No, I'm not. Uh, I just joined Facebook. You just joined Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, about we're three, four months ago. we got to get you on Instagram, man. Huh? Yes. All the kids uh, are moving to Instagram. All the kids are on Instagram. Yes. Uh, I said to myself after I sang, uh, yeah. Amir's wedding. I said, if I 
uh, had the guts to be on stage mm. and the charisma that I have today, I would have been a band singer and wow. made a lot of money. <laughs> Going okay. on different weddings? Yeah, <laughs> wedding singer, so, but I did it. What we'll do, we're going to edit the video of you in, <laughs> in the podcast promo. Uh-huh. So you'll, we're going to start your career. Okay. Not a word. It starts right here. I have you baby. Yes, yes. Just remember us when you get big. But, you know, my mother would disagree with me say, being a singer because it's not respectful. That's uh, when we talked about uh, being, uh, she's old generation. So mm-hmm. she wouldn't agree that I will be on the stage and dancing and singing. That would not fit the, in those days, the, what, if I may say, the Zalama image. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So. Good transition, Amo. Thank you for yes. the. <laughs> this is exactly why we're here today. To yes. <laughs> talk about what does it mean to be a Zalama in the Arab world and especially in our culture. Um, it feels like it feels like the, you know the, the older generation expects so much from the younger generation, and especially for the men. Yeah. You know, to be strong, to be like a you know a Zalama, someone yes. who can take care of the family and all these yeah. things. So we should have and all these things. So, in, in your perspective, right? I used to remember my dad used to always say, I couldn't look my own father in the eyes. And now, like, like, I look my dad in the eyes, like, it's Adi. Yeah. But back then, in his days, it was, like, inappropriate, it's disrespectful to look your dad in the eyes. So, what changed? How does it, what does it mean to be, like, a Zalami for our new generation? Well, in your perspective? I mean, uh, for me, growing up, uh, my father, Allah, passed away when I was young. So, I cannot really apply that as an adult with a with a father but i can relate to my mother the way she what she wa- expected from me uh, growing up even uh, when i was 13 and 14 years old the mm-hmm. way she used to say you have to be uh, grow up to be a man okay mm-hmm. and a man have a lot of meaning to it is zalama like mm-hmm. i said uh, you have to be respectful to your elderly you have to be respectful to women mm-hmm. uh, this is coming from a lady who was in her 60s telling wow. me this and uh, basically, that she have to be proud of me, okay, mm. uh, the way I am, okay, okay. and uh, not to go to the wrong direction. But every parent, okay, because now I speak for myself because mm. I have four children. You uh, you expect your children to be uh, uh, to get to a certain level. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them they do, some of them they don't. But in the old days, uh, like you said, uh, you couldn't look up your, you couldn't stand up to your father. So. Okay, um, I did not experience that myself, mm-hmm. but lots of my friends, they will not say no to the father, right or wrong. Yeah, they have to obey him, mm-hmm. and they will be shamed that they uh, so. they didn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now it's changing, alhamdulillah. Yani as uh, a father of four and they all adult, I'm able to sit with my daughter mm-hmm. or my son and have a discussion about anything. Okay, this is the way I am. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's still, uh, there is some people they may not experience that, but uh, with my children, I made myself available to them mm. to say anything they want to. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, as a father, I realize you have to give your children a character, okay? Mm-hmm. Independent character, because otherwise you just cannot uh, uh, always make the decision for them. You have to allow them Some independence. to make independence and yeah. to make their own decisions. And uh, uh, still, 
the father figure in the house uh, is very important. Yeah. Uh, but you have to, from the old generation, which mm. if my father was living, I would be one to the, the fathers of now. It's a totally different... Uh, uh, it's totally different. Yeah, yeah. there's an old method that you... My dad would always say, "Is a kibbutz ibn khawi." Yeah. Right. If your son gets to a certain age, yeah. like become his friend or his brother. Yes. Um, so, basically, you applied that method into how you raised your kids by, yes. like, you know, being their friend and stuff yes. like that. And you said something very important. You said the definition of of a man is changing, but you said alhamdulillah. You see it as a good thing. Yes. Uh, the reason uh, this is my opinion uh, for me to change. First of all, it's a good thing, the change, okay? You mm-hmm. have to change. You have to go at, at times. Change you have you. to adapt to the times, and yes. And the, 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 the place that you live in. I talked to Muhammad about this, and I feel like a lot of the Arab men, like especially like in our generation, they have like this emotional constipation, right, where they keep everything inside of them. You know, there isn't an outlet for them to be emotional. There's an outlet for them to be, be vulnerable. vulnerable. Why do you think that is, especially for Arab? I but feel like, you know, because like, oh, the Zalim, yes, you know, exactly. show emotions. So You know, the way I see things myself as far as emotions, yeah, you have to take in consideration uh, the way the character of uh, a son or a daughter and mm-hmm. talk to them accordingly. Yeah. But I, I, I always applied, try to apply the logic, okay? Logic and take in consideration the emotions because growing up, you cannot show your emotions. Yeah. Okay? I mean... And it's nice in America. We learned some. I learned something different. It's okay for men to cry. Okay. Okay. Growing up, mm-hmm. you are not gonna see a man with a mustache, and which all of us had mustache then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seeing what was going on. Uh, you know, see him crying because it, it doesn't fit. That's weakness. Yes. Yes. Here, it's okay. You can show your emotions. You can cry. Um, but sehna growing up. That was a no-no. You cannot show your emotions. You have to mm. be the tough guy all the yeah. time. Whatever. If your friends, uh, you cannot uh, doing something. It's not a dare, but you better be with the group, okay? Yeah. Otherwise, you are weak, and uh-huh. you never want to be labeled as weak. So. Because we had friends, and another thing, uh, uh, the clan, if I may call it, mm-hmm. okay? In in your village, there is the clans, okay? Mm-hmm. So you always want to make sure that there is no weakness. You have to be stuck to go to take the side with the clan, mm-hmm. okay? Because we are still that... Uh, the very traditional Arab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very traditional, yes. But uh, showing emotions, it means you are weak, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's the thing. Even if your son is uh, want to show emotions, you try to shift him the other way. No, no, you can't do this here. You have to be tough. You have yeah, to yeah. be uh, a Zalaman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the girls, it's a different story, you know, because you cannot tell her that. You know, we didn't believe in that because we li- believe the girl going to be a lady all the yeah. time. But uh, that's in us for one reason or another, you know, and the emotions uh, is part of it. Do you think you know why that is the case, that traditionally in the Middle East, emotions are weakness for men? You know, or I, at least being vulnerable, being sad, or being definitely crying. Crying is absolutely. I think weakness. if you, I, I cannot really pinpoint because you, you don't belong after that. Okay, like when I told you the, yeah, yeah. the group. Like let's uh. say if the, if you are one guy who is uh, uh, always whining or sh- crying, yeah, yeah. you will be kicked off. Basically, the guys that want to hang out with you. Right. Okay, and. Uh, 
you must have that figure because till today it's going on where that man it, in that house or the head of that family, whether it's a brothers or the grandfather, mm-hmm. they they hold that. It's, uh, it's st- because we were very close, actually. I, I believe uh, if it was open society, like right here, for instance, we have it from the, many countries, from many cities, from many places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but over there, it was closed societies in the old days. So they, I, it, uh, I really don't know. I cannot yeah. go back and say why we are uh, like that. And here's an interesting thing. These emotions that, you know, we kind of like keep inside of us, especially for Ottoman, they tend to come out and yeah. they come out like at a later age. Yes. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was talking to one of my, my dad's friends recently and he said the 40, the, like the Ottomans in their 40s is the new teenage years for, yes. for Ottoman. So this is the time where they get to like actually go out like and do things that yeah. like not have any kind of consequences right Hopefully and as long as they don't do the wrong thing exa- yeah <laughs> exactly and this is and this because is kind of when it goes wrong do. right and some yeah. a lot of them go go the wrong path and yeah. just chase after something that you know that's not needed and that comes at the expense of their own family yeah right and it's just like so if we're able to talk about them from an early age where they're okay to talk about i don't think it would get to that point where it's just like you know it just gets out of hand yeah um, like a midlife crisis. You know, midlife. Uh, believe it or not, you know, my uh, I talked to my oldest daughter, which she was on your show. Yeah, yeah. Iman, she Iman. Was, that's her field, uh, mm-hmm. psychology. Mm-hmm. Right now, I can, I, whenever she calls or I see her, yeah. I discuss a lot of things with her, mm-hmm. myself. I'm feeling this, and I, sometimes I do it as a joke, Yeah, yeah. and sometimes I mean it. You're serious, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm serious. I just want to see... Why are you feeling this way? Yeah, why I'm feeling this way, yeah. even though I am stable 100%. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't have... Uh, somebody close to talk to even uh-huh. and that's another thing if you have uh, speaking of emotions you reach a point where you need somebody to talk to mm-hmm. a professional yeah it's it's a no-no in our society so, that's very true that you go see somebody or you will be shamed in front of your wife your uh, uh, uh-huh. your mother would look at you differently yeah. but you need help basically mm-hmm. and that's why the emotions are just yeah, they keep compressing, compressing on you, and then yes. they compress. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what they do. That's exactly what happens <laughs> until the pressure is too much, and then it and it just explodes. I mean, okay, as an uh, as an Arabic guy still in me, yeah. okay, Palestini, uh, there is limits to how much you can blame something to on your emotions. Okay, okay, y- y- you follow I follow me? you. Okay, yes, I mean, I'm not gonna say to somebody because this is because of the emotions and because of my, what I'm feeling. Come on, man. That, what, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that's... Uh, that's nonsense. Yeah. Tough it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. For us, it's just like, because we're Arab and there's so much emphasis on being a Zalame, being the, the man in charge and like taking care of like your family, there is yes. just a lot of pressure on yes. you to yes. to be someone. Okay. Yes. And there's no like, there's no proper training for you to be a Zalame, right? It's just expected out of you. Um. It's just like خلاص like into into شاب into صبي into لازم تكون like at حالك yes right they and there and there isn't like no sort of guidance okay like yo but you you're supposed to do this you're supposed to do one two three you're supposed to do like you know four five six and stuff yeah. you know it's just like خلاص you're supposed to figure out and you're supposed to do on your own well uh, that, yes but right now as uh, somebody who raised four children here in America mm-hmm. you can guide them you know when they are young yeah, yeah. Uh, if you see a potential in them mm-hmm. you cannot because there is so many what I, I seen uh, some Arab children okay that they had so much potential 
but they needed the guidance from the father. And sometimes here in America, uh, they may say, you are telling them what to do. You just cannot do this here. You cannot mm. pressure him in doing this. But it's okay. You can uh, tell your children what to do. That's the way I used to tell the Americans. You know, I used to talk to my son or something like that. And mm. they used to talk to me about their children that they have a problem with them. Yeah, yeah. I said, in our society, in our culture, we can tell our children what to do. And believe it or not, the 16-year-old, you may disagree with me on this because you are from the younger one, it's, it's a good thing because they may not be fully developed 16, 17, 18, 19, okay? So they need that person who's been through life or had hardship to tell them, no, go this way here, okay? Mm -hmm. So anything well, that you remember, any kind of values that you you installed in, in Amir from a young age that you're very, uh, think, like, well, this is needed. This is for Amir because he's Arabi or whatever. Yeah. He, this is the values I need to install okay. in him. Your, your son, he's 31 now? Yes. Amir? Yes. And, okay, yeah, just to clarify for the for the Yes, viewers. he's 31 years old. Okay, uh, what I put in Amir, I just uh, made sure that I would set a good example for him. That's number one. Okay. okay. What I made sure that inside my house that he's seen how I, re you know, my relationship with his mother, okay? Oh, to okay. have a good relationship. Okay. He always, once he wanted to get married, he said, Dad, I want my life to be just like you and mom, okay? That's important for, for wow. kids. Wow. To have that house, uh, uh, with, uh, peace in it. Uh -huh. Love uh, and kindness, and love yeah. and care. An example of, lo of, of positive love is yeah. very important. I mean, what do you mean exactly by positive positive love? As in y you and your wife being the example of what a good relationship is and them being able to see that. Okay, I'll, uh, you have to, my wife is more traditional than me, even though she grew up in America, okay, but she holds a lot of good values and I like that and the kids like that. Um, uh, and she influenced the kids in that too, you know, with mm. the good values. Not that I didn't, but she is, uh, they know her how she is. And uh, it's a it's a very good thing, but again we go back to the emotions. I show I showed in my house that I can show my emotions. Yeah. Okay, uh -huh. I am not afraid to show uh, uh, mm. the emotions towards my wife and huh. uh, things like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I uh, let me tell you. Something. <laughs> no, keep going, please. <laughs> and believe it or not, my mother, Allah Rahman. Allah Rahman. Okay, she so uh, she. Gave me an advice when I was when I got married. She said, "You have to be gentle. Okay, mm -hmm. don't carry that mentality. Okay? okay." She said, "You have to be gentle and treat your wife nice all the time." But in return, of course, you have to have a good wife. Mm -hmm. And Alhamdulillah, I have a great one. So uh, uh, you have to show them, you know, in the house that it's uh, it's okay to hug somebody. Okay. Right? <laughs> and uh, it's uh, some, some people, you know, they seem like when, uh, when I used to come home from work yeah. and somebody sees the girls when, they, when I come home, hi, dad, how are you? And they give me a hug and all of that. Uh, somebody, I, that's uh, a story where they were surprised how we interacted with each other. You know, with uh, mm. me and my daughter. Yeah, okay? yeah. Like we sat and we talked, just like, I'm not going to say a friend, but it was very, there's comfort level mm -hmm. between me and her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Where she was, th that lady was surprised that we, we are like that in my, uh, in my house.
Was Allah. that a Arabic lady? That yes. Was yes, a Arabic, yeah. a relative too, on top of it. So, yeah. uh, but speaking of that, it, it takes some time. I seen that relative and the relationship with her and the kids changed. So it took some time maybe for them. Maybe they took a page out of our own book. Yeah, maybe. Oh, right. yes. But it's that shows to show that that is the normal is to be the co- a little more cold, less affectionate, less emotional with the family. Mahdi's his family's the opposite. We walk in, you feel the love. Everyone's yes. laughing. Everyone's yes. wrestling. Like, but the but the reality is most families aren't like that. I would. Yeah, I would it's just it, yes. our families are very similar. Exactly. We That's literally why. had a rule in our house, right? As soon as I wake up in the morning, I have to kiss my mom and dad and then tell them sabah khair. It's like, it's like fard, you know. It's yeah. like if my brother or my sister were like woke up and like and my other brothers, if they woke up and didn't say sabah khair and yeah. kiss my mom and dad on their cheeks. It's a, it's a mushkila. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in my house, uh, Amir Allah and the girls, yeah. whenever they see their mother, it's a hug and a kiss. Mm-hmm. It's a hug with me. Okay. Yeah. But to show you the Arab between me and Amir, yeah. when Amir became all, uh, you know, it was a good shake. We shake a handshake. Oh, uh, okay. Time, okay. But if there is a situation, we give each other. Uh, yeah. Hugs. Yes, it is important. And that is like you said, Muhammad, in some houses, you don't see that. Yes, yeah. In my house, it was the girls always hug their mother, kiss their mother. Amir, he talks so nice to his mother like he's almost a, a baby in his mother. He gave, yeah. her, he gave her nicknames, okay? Nice, wow. sweet nicknames. Marshall. So <laughs> it, my household was different than the others. Mm-hmm. I can see that because not yeah, yeah. everybody is that way and somebody witnessed that in the house and they were surprised, hey. Overall, you create a good family dynamic, right? Yes. Because like these things kind of carry on with their families whenever they have their husbands and yes. their children. Because yes. once you install these values in them as kids, they grow up with them. Yeah, it's and just and something have, they want. Uh, I have three of them who are married, the two girls and mm-hmm. Amir. And I see that, the, the love and the care mm-hmm. that they have uh, for each other. Each, uh, each yeah. other. And now it's okay they show in it. Okay, yani the, the, uh, the, the, my daughter, it's okay for her to show her emotion in the front of her, in the front of her dad towards her husband. Yeah, okay? yeah. Uh, Are you okay with that? I, oh, I, I loved it because okay. that means they are happy. Okay. You know, she, if she see him and she gives him a hug, yeah, okay, yeah. or something like that, that means they are happy. In the old days, they will not dare even to sit in the same room sometimes. Sah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we'll let in a certain <laughs> way. So, but right now, and that goes back to where they grew up. Okay. And mm-hmm. we're talking about a girl who wears a hijab. So yeah. it's okay. Uh, if she shows a little love or a little emotion. Yes. The love that she showed me or shared her mother, now she's showing it to her husband. And mm-hmm. then the, her husband, too. You know, so it's okay. That way, I'm, I am happy. You feel like you succeeded. And yes. You feel like you installed. Amazing uh, values in them. Yes, and they are happy in their marriage. That shows me that they are happy in their marriage if she's showing that. And that's, that's not an act. That's natural mm. reaction. You know, some people, they do an act, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to understand, where in the line between you growing up in Palestine and you coming to America, did you start to change your mind and your perspective of what it means to be a man and everything you were brought up with? How did you decide, well, no, I'm going to go against that? I'm going to show my emotions. Okay. I'm going to be affectionate. I am going to. I'll be honest with you. My, me personally, because my situation was different. I, between the age, my, since my father, Allah Rahman, passed away yeah, when I was yeah. 10 years old. And I grew up, uh, you know, uh, my adulthood came uh, with my mother only. All of my siblings left, by the way. It, mm. it was just me and my mother in the house. The, that's where it is a, a unique situation. Uh, sh- the 
it it was a, di- a different relationship mm-hmm. okay with a with a mother growing up with a mother than mm-hmm. uh, a father a father figure and i give that old lady credit okay she mm-hmm. my mother was uh, you know uh, like i told you she passed away when she was 100 she was born in the early ni- like 1917 so mm-hmm. you could imagine the mentality that she had growing up she had a choice of baby in me sheltering me mm-hmm. but she didn't okay but as a matter of fact it's like what you said she wanted me to be a zelema okay she wanted me to be a man so she always pushed me forward okay she mm-hmm. always said you have to be ahead of me you know mm-hmm. you just cannot don't you ever look back at me you have to be walking in the front and those were her exact words a leader inta imshi qaddami okay that mm-hmm. means you are in the front okay mm-hmm. so that helped me a lot myself personally because i did not feel like i was missing anything okay like uh, uh, i should feel uh, uh, sorry for myself that uh, my father passed away and there's nobody in the house but mm-hmm. me, me and her but the credit goes to her that she gave it a confidence she gave me the confidence mm-hmm. she gave me the character mm-hmm. she gave me responsibility yeah yeah but at the same time she showed me the love and she showed me that you have to have that side of you who cares okay about uh, uh, others, uh, others family in, yeah. uh, in a nice way you mm-hmm. don't have to be that uh, person that in like to, to be angry yeah, yeah. and uh, even though you are not but you want to put on that face mm-hmm. it's okay to be the other way uh, uh, around i mean between me and her that's the way she talked but at the same time you have to move forward she kept saying lazim innak tamshi you know in in front of me you have to uh be a man okay that that was very important but at the same time she knew how to say to me even after i got married okay when we didn't have any children that she had she they gave me the advice you have to be very nice to your wife you have to be gentle with your wife and that i give her credit for this you know this is coming from an old lady where the mother-in-laws will not talk like this so there is still some good ones uh, out there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you feel like it was your mother that instilled these values yes because you? of this uh, that my father passed away so between the age of 10 to age 19 uh, it was my mother and again when i was a child it was like you there is that wall between me and my father but i was a, a child at that time yeah. i never experienced to be Uh, an adult with them and there's a lot of them like me who ha- who their father passed away or something like that mm-hmm. so it's important for the mother uh, to make sure that this uh, kid they grow up to be all right mm-hmm. so it's a mother's responsibility I- it's both actually the father there is uh, as as far as my household okay i'll mm-hmm. tell you we discussed everything in the house okay but you have to have so you have to make a decision based on the discussion Okay. okay my wife have her role I have mine the mm-hmm. children have their role but there have to be uh, it's important speaking of uh, the way I raise them and uh, there is nothing hidden my wife will not discuss or go behind my back with my son or with my daughter talking in the corner without my knowledge everything that went on it get discussed at the dinner table or in a in the setting of the family mm-hmm. okay but unfortunately now and it it happened and it's wrong where you will see the mother uh, covers okay especially in america here yeah, because yeah. Uh, what do you mean covers cover covers, the mistakes cover the... mistakes okay i would advise uh, the uh, the father even his mm-hmm. son is doing something it's okay for the mother to know and that way there is no surprises mm-hmm. and there is a benefit of 
if the father knows something about the child or the child, the mother knows something, that you discuss it. Let's talk about this. Okay? There is a lot of situation in our society, we don't talk about things. Okay? You mm. must talk about that. Hakifadi. <laughs> a lot of hakifadi. No, actually, I would classify it. Yeah, they may say have a hakifadi. Okay? Yeah, but yeah. it's not. It's, it's not. It's not. It's something it, that needs to be discussed and talked you, about. You solve that problem that mm-hmm. you have by talking about that. So Otherwise, if you're going to sweep it under the rug, it's, it's there. That's what we, we brought. When we brought your daughter, Iman Musa, we felt like one of the sensitive subjects was mental health in our community. Oh, yeah. Seeking help for your emotions, seeking help yes. for your yes. your mental standing. I have a nephew. He have uh, in, a, in a different city, and he associates with a lot of uh, Muslims, basically. They could be Arab. They could mm. be Africans. They could be Europeans. And uh, he will see complaints uh, from the husband, okay, okay, about his wife, and sometimes the wife with the husband. And he was telling me the sad thing, like you said, the Muhammad, the mental, uh, their mental status, they need help, and they don't seek that help. You know, a lot of times that person may end up killing somebody. Mm. Uh, it may end up uh, flipping, as they say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes, we have to have. If somebody something w- wrong with him mentally, okay, we need to treat him because mm-hmm. it would the consequences, uh, you know, they can be bad. And we this subject is not talked about, unfortunately, uh, to the mental uh, mental health health in our communities, community and society, and it need to. And if somebody uh, feels that somebody needs some help, they have to. Interfere, even if it's not a even if it's not a family member. You know they can send uh, uh, send that advice, and there is no shame in that. It's just, yeah. uh, but it, to us, you are shamed if you. No, unfortunately, there is shame too. Yes, shame. that you are something is wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like the first <laughs> word. And the, the abuse in the house because they don't recognize that. Uh, the, the, the wife is suffering from a mental disease. The husband says she's being disobedient, she's being this and this, but sometimes she can be, she mentally she needs some help. Mm-hmm. And uh, vice versa, the husband. Uh, and, yeah. uh, it goes both ways. You know, unfortunately, they use the word in Arabic, asabi. Yeah, asabi, yeah, yeah. And that means you get away with it because you are asabi. Oh, no, you are crazy. Okay, yeah. for, for behaving like this. Isn't that true? Yeah. I mean, it's not a normal behavior mm-hmm. when they describe him as a Zalama Asabi, and it's wrong. They <laughs> should point. not. Uh, this man is not a normal man, okay? Yeah, yeah. And because he's Asabi, he gets away with it. No, no, because uh, the family's suffering, the kids are suffering. You know, the father, he's an Asabi man, unfortunately, uh, the kids would run to their rooms, okay? And yeah. uh, the, the wife get abused. And uh, huh. uh, under the, the line of Asabi, some of them, the old-fashioned ones, they get away with it. Maskeen yeah. Al-Mara, you know, she, she accepts it, unfortunately. Because yeah. in Asabi. Right now, unfortunately, uh, where you see it here too, and you see it in the Middle East, where they would preach something, okay, okay. in the open. Mm-hmm. But their private life, is a totally different one, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a lie, okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, you would see uh, somebody, a man, uh, preaching something to the others or he present, uh, 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 present himself in such a, uh, a character, uh, okay? Mm-hmm. A good character. But 
on the other, you know, he have a dark side, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And that is not a good thing, okay? You cannot, and there, the stuff like this goes on in here. You see it a lot in the Gulf area, mm-hmm. you know, where the abuse of uh, maids, uh, mm-hmm. the abuse of a wife, uh, marrying multiple wives, okay? I think it's an abuse to the, to the to, first wife. To, to, to the okay? family. Yes. Yeah. To the and family to, in general, to your kids. To your, to your children. Yeah, so, that's Haki and, right there. Uh-huh. And at the same time, I heard around my time, like let's say I, mean, I grew up in the 70s for Palestine, you yeah, know, yeah. when I was a teenager, there was no such a thing as somebody having multiple wives, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna get into the religion part of it, I'm getting to the social structure of it. If, okay. It's, it's no good. Okay, that's the bottom line. It, it, it does not, it, there is nothing good about you are married with children and you go get married one more time, okay? Mm-hmm. Why? Okay, whatever obvious I, reason it is. Emotions, man. It's just some, goes back to it's it goes back to the emotions of what like not. What about the emotion of the w- first wife you got? Well, the thing is, I, I mean, this is my personal opinion, right? I don't think it's just about, you they know, think about others. They think for themselves, right? I need to get away. I need to like start a new life or do something. And it because it's, it's it's my religion says I could do so. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. You know, okay. M- maybe I don't know. I, maybe that's like the okay. reasoning behind it. You I know, I don't I, know. If a lot of men my age are gonna hear me say that, they say, "Oh my God, this man, he, his wife is controlling." Him. Okay, <laughs> uh, because he's talking like this. But well, don't worry, they're not listening. Okay? <laughs> but not yet. It's it's it just something that is not right. Okay, yeah. that's the way. And uh, you know, you wanna have. Uh, uh, that, that, to, for that to happen, what kind of an example are you gonna say? Except for your kids, exactly. Yes, yes. Not, just, and it's going on right now for Palestine, you know. Oh. It goes on here too. Yes, uh, here they do it secretly. Yeah, and it's wrong. And it's okay. I argued that point even from the reli- one time I was talking to a guy. He said no, he can. I said no, he can't. Uh, but the guy, unfortunately, he did not know his religion. I said I just give you an example. If that guy have kids with that secret wife of his, mm-hmm. he passes away. How she's gonna? What, what, there is no proof. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those kids have no rights, and uh, it just. Yeah, uh, you can't n- see. Oh, he's trying to argue that being a, have a secret family is okay. No, that's good. It's wrong. No, he was trying to say it was. Yeah, he was okay. trying to say it was right. He didn't say that. He based it because he believes in religion that allows him. Okay, no, that doesn't mean your religion allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. That's go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Yeah, they don't no. understand like the basic uh, understanding of it. They yeah. just like, oh, I can have four wives. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. You know, yes. there is rules. There is like, you know, a hadith of like why, how you could do such thing. You know, it's I am like, wondering really if there is uh, governments. Uh, you know, just like the U.S., this is against the law to mm-hmm. have two wives. I I don't know of any. Arab country or Muslim country, let's say, mm-hmm. who would have a law against that, even though we are not offending the religion, okay? We mm-hmm. are not changing the religion. Mm-hmm. But we tell you that it, there is nothing good to come out of it, okay? okay? All of a sudden, you have five children and you want to have another five children. Who's going to support those five, okay? The, um, yeah. <laughs> isn't that, <laughs> this, happens, this has happened in my family. If we want to talk about Haki Faldi, like I remember I was having a discussion with my cousin back I, when I went to Palestine in 2007. Uh-huh. Him and my uncle, everyone was fine. He comes back in 2018. He said, Muhammad, when you left Palestine, that's when my life got hard. My dad came to me. He said, you are the man of the house now. I am leaving. You have to take care of your mom, your brothers, and your sisters. And he left. And he went, why? Because he went to go start a new family. Yeah. So to me, the real question is, why are men (laughs) doing this? 
Why are that's it's a crazy it's move. Lately, it's just been out of the world. Like I feel yeah. like everyone is doing it because they stupid. Halas, drop the mic. No, no, Hacky no. Fadi's over. That's a clip right there. That's where, that's where you draw the line with the emotions. You just don't go with your emotions. Your emotions are wrong. Okay, that doesn't mean you feel like this. Yeah, you, you should go ahead go and act and on it. it. Yeah. No, you have to have logic. You have yes, to think about it. You have exactly. to think about your family, your and kids, you have, your future. Uh, yeah. You have to have control. Okay, I mean, you just cannot. You don't see animal abandoning their. They, they raise their children. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. before you want to do something like this, okay, to your wife and your children, you tell them, "I am sorry. I am no good." Okay, we we have to get a divorce. Okay, that's that's my personal opinion. Okay. If somebody willing to go that far, but do not insult your children and your wife based on your stupid emotions. Wow. Well, I think if we go back to... Amboy, America, that was... Uh, you preheated there. <laughs> no, no, because... Some, <laughs> there is nobody in my family who married another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? But at the same time, like you said, I hear of it, I see it, you and see it's it. happening. It's okay? happening a lot, yeah. Maybe because uh, it, it just... Uh, I always believe that it's... Uh, it's uh, wrong. You know, I mean, you... This is the mentality of the guy that changed him being here for 40 years. Okay, that okay. you see different things. Maybe if I was Philip Led, I cannot, I cannot discuss it in the open. Al Kahwa, because what the hell are you talking about? You so, know, so. This guy got two wives, this guy got two, <laughs> and uh, don't say nothing. To, them. <laughs> yeah. okay? it, it, to some of them, it's a matter of prestige. No, no. it is. There is uh, ways to be prestige, uh, prestigious and be in a zelema rather than having that. There was um, a show, I think this was like, maybe when I was in Liblad or something, Al Hajj Mitwali. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? It's like this Muslim show. This yes. dude had like four wives, and they like took the Arab world by storm. Um, like the way you know he had like he was very rich. He had four wives, and he kind of normalized that yeah. in in some way somehow. And because of that, I feel like really having I, multiple wives just like kind of spiked. I would like to hear if from uh, uh, a wife who her husband married Ali, okay, or he Ooh. have another one. I would like to hear from both. Yeah. That well, yes, I yes from the second one. But mainly the first one, here's the emotions. What were your emotions at that time? How did you feel uh, about something like this uh, happening? And I feel like when we, you know, at the time that I grew up, it wasn't, it was almost like a no-no, okay? It was, you do something. But right now we're going backwards, okay? Not that, uh, it just, uh, that's my personal opinion. I'm always, because I believe and I might be wrong, somebody, a sheikh is going to jump on my case. This is, you are violating that woman's rights. So I want to jump back to a previous point that we had because I really liked what your mother had said. She said, Yes. I actually really appreciate that as a, as one saying of what a man is. is, is yes. He's taking the charge. He's walking in front. Yes. He's doing the action. He's the one that's leading the family. So for you, what is it exactly? What are the characteristics? What are the value of a man? When my father passed away, I was a little child, so I could cry as a child. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was yeah, ten yeah. years old, and I cried out loud in front of everybody. I had two brothers who passed away. Okay, I okay. was an adult, so at that moment, I stood strong. Okay, whether yeah, yeah. I like it or I didn't. Yeah. Okay, because of my sisters, because of yeah, my. Yeah. Uh, uh, brothers, the other other ones that they living, mm-hmm. and because of my nieces and my nephew, mm-hmm. s- I- and I forced myself 
to stay strong. Okay, yeah. but like you said, by myself, and I, I, I you know, you I get weak. I, I did. Yeah, and I, I did. I when I went to sleep or something like that, you just realized it. Yeah, I broke down yeah. between me and myself. But that's the way the situation. Sometimes you are forced in it. I hear stories. You know, it comes from uh, the Middle East because of the pressure that they put on the child, whether it's the daughter or the son. There is more stuff goes on behind the parents' back in comparison to America, okay? Because it's still a closed... Uh, oh, you think? Yeah. I heard stories like that, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But I believe in uh, it, things are changing... Uh, but it may not be to the uh, for the positive. You know, I believe right now, you can raise your children here in in a Western society, like here in our community in St. Louis, where you have uh, a masjid, you have a large uh, community where you know so many people, good people. Okay, it is uh, it might be more a better place to raise here than in other. I Middle Eastern that. society. I agree with that 100%. What are you 100%. seeing in the Middle East? Ah. I haven't seen anything, but you you know of the real, stories you heard, yeah. real stories. I'm not talking about just a story, okay? Can you give us some juicy details? There is no <laughs> juicy details. <laughs> but what you see on TV, for instance, they don't grow up in it gradually, okay? You follow me what I'm saying? Like, let's say here, it's that's where they are living. It's reality, mm -hmm. okay? Over there, over a sudden, they went from a zero to up here, okay? Um, and they did not... There's it, no transition. No. They just, no, like, grew into it, yeah, they, yeah. Over a sudden, they grab uh, uh, whatever is going on, okay? Yeah. And they try to adapt to that, and it's not... Uh, they didn't get to this uh, point just one, two, three. So mm -hmm. it's, it's different, you know? Okay, you told me a story over the phone about Amir being afraid of spiders yes, in yeah, front of the garage. It's, it's funny. It's My <laughs> wife, she said, oh, no, 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 don't talk about it. I said, it's, it, that's the way you expect of, uh, you know, the mentality yeah. of an Arabi man. Of like man. I said, I went to Al-Falastin in the late 80s. There was the Intifada at that time, and mm -hmm. you see some kids uh, throwing rocks at uh, a soldier with a machine gun pointed at them, yeah. and they don't give a da They don't care. You know, they yeah. are that uh, tough. Okay, mm -hmm. so the, uh, he was like maybe four, maybe he even wasn't four. Okay, mm -hmm. the, you know, I don't want him to think that I'm saying this. Yeah, <laughs> but the, okay, let's say he was three years old and I came, he was at the door of the garage that goes to the backyard and he was crying. Okay, he was a three years old. I don't blame him now. I mean, don't get mad at me if you hear this. <laughs> he, I said, why are you crying? He said, because there is a spider. Okay, I felt, okay, that I have something hit me right there. Why? I don't want my son to be like this. So I said, you better step on that spider and kill it, okay? <laughs> Amir, all of a sudden, he did step on the spider and kill it. Okay. So what, in my opinion, it served two things. He's not afraid from spiders anymore, okay? okay? <laughs> and the second one, I don't want him to, uh, uh, for me... You want I, to build courage in, yes. in, in, in him. Uh, yes. Okay. But at the same time, I did not regret it's somebody else who cares about emotions, as they say. Uh, <laughs> would, why is he putting at you, Hamad? No, I don't mean that. He's the one with the emotions. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I should have done this. No. 
Mehdi is the one with the emotions. Okay, you are not. Yeah, you I don't are, have emotions. You are, my problem. you are the dear Dubois and Zalaman. Okay? Oh. By the yes. way, they are known for being tough men. The Falahi, the Falahi, Zalaman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. But Mehdi is the one who cares about emotions. <laughs> I, somebody, maybe Mehdi would tell me, why didn't you pick him up and hug him? What's wrong? And all of that. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay? Yeah. No. You have to step on that. Actually, I'm, if you meet my brothers and my dad, my dad taught karate, taekwondo uh-huh. for 22 years. Got he was it. a tough guy. My, my dad, like, you know, he loved us and everything. But like, no one no one's supposed to cry. No one's supposed to show yes. emotions and everything. And I think, like, I just, with time, like, as, you know, I get older, where, like, these things are, like, not installed. Like, and I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm just thinking about it. Like, why why are we like this? And it's because, like, because we were told yeah. this. You have to be tough. We have to you be have tough. have to be tough. Like I told you, when my brothers passed away, both of them, I could not show any emotions uh, in front of the family. Yeah. I mean, my, uh, uh, or it, it just, that's the way we are. But you break down later on. You know, you mm-hmm. feel like uh, you did not express yourself. And yeah. uh, here, it's the opposite in America, I, I think. If you don't show emotions, why you are not sad about uh, your brother passing away or your yeah. father? Mm-hmm. If now we are the opposite, don't. Okay, mm-hmm. but uh, you know things. Uh, it's 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 very interesting, yes. and I. This is why we want to have you on because we want to understand like what happened in the gap between the older generation and the younger generation. Why? It's By not the way, the older you get, uh, the more your emotions uh, can Ooh. show. Yes, yes. Why? It's I don't know. Maybe it's the way our, we are built. You know, I gotta ask him man that. Uh, hmm. The way when uh, when somebody gets older, they become more emotional. For me, because I wasn't before, okay? Um, uh, uh, you think it's just, it's all inside of you and it has to come out? No, no, <laughs> I, I don't think that. Okay, I think because, maybe because of its old age, uh, something uh-huh. like that, you can uh, feel, uh, uh, you know, some people, some ladies, they can sit and watch TV and they see a scene, they, can, they start crying. Mm. Um, uh, but uh, that's an interesting subject, the emotions, you know? Yeah. And uh, going back, I'm going to go back to what's good about being uh, responsible as a Zalama and growing to mm. marry and uh, take care of your children. It's a good thing where you, we take care of our children. This is part of being the man that you are raised, where you, uh, here in the Western society, uh, the person is 18, you are on your own, you know, you see, unfortunately, you see that a lot, you know, you don't, uh, uh, they don't take care of their children the way we take care of our children, okay? Yeah, yeah. and then the children don't take care of the f- their parents yeah. the way... the way we do. We do, yeah. Okay, mm. I mean, uh, here, not all of them, you know, I've seen some of them really take care of their children, but Ihna, part of you being... Uh, if you want to call it as a zalama from the past, that you grow up to be responsible to your, towards your own children and you provide for them where they could be in their 20s. Uh, there is a tradition uh, with us, you know, not everybody, that mm. your son, when he want to get married as a father, okay? Mm. You, uh, yeah, yeah, I follow uh, you follow me, mm-hmm. and this is it's a it's a positive thing, you know. It's a good thing. Where are you gonna find somebody somebody like that who helps you out uh, uh, in life? Okay, uh, a very important thing in your life. Yeah, or married. education, or uh, 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 providing car, a car for him. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's a quality that uh, growing up to be a man and responsible man uh, mm-hmm. 
part of it came from you being labeled like this. So you feel like because you are the man and you are the leader of the house, you have to build your son's future by getting him married, getting him started with his life. That way he can have his own life, him and his wife, that yes. you help establish. Yes. And after that, خلاص, you're done. It's not, you don't lose connection with You don't lose connection, but but yes, you switch roles. You better, not, be, you better be done, and I provided all of that, all that for, for you. you. Yeah, and you got to pay it back somehow, some way. You don't have You don't to. expect okay. it, but no. you... No, right you now... You do expect it. You do. <laughs> you, sure you assume it. Actually, in the old days, yes. The, uh, the, the children took care of their uh, parents, mm -hmm. okay? Till today, I know of a man that, uh, you know, his kids, um, somebody told me, I said... Uh, How is this man making it? Okay, he's an in-law to somebody from the family. Okay, she said his kids, all of them, they give him, you know, they all have good jobs and they just give him money every month for him and his wife. So mm -hmm. it's okay to do that if you are able to. If you're able, But yeah. uh, right now, no, it doesn't, you don't see that happening because Alhamdulillah, a lot of the Arab uh, here, the Palestinians did well for themselves. So they can say, I can retire and... Uh, Uh, and we have, yeah, yeah and I live okay. comfortable. Yeah. So, know. but it's a good quality of that uh, being zalama and being a man. You are taught when your children to help out, uh, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. your children. You're the, uh, unfortunately, in the old days, okay, yeah. it used to be only the boys, okay? Until now, it's going on th that it's only the boys in some of them. But you have to. Uh, you know, look at the girls the same way. You know, you have to help out uh, uh, your daughters. Uh, mm. uh, you know, I mm. have... Uh, uh, and it, it, the tradition goes in it. You know, from one uh, town to another, what is the tradition in the marriage? Okay, so... Yeah. But some men, uh, some uh, till today, they feel if their daughter get married, I'm not responsible for nothing. And that's wrong, you know? Mm. It shouldn't be like this here. Mm. It yeah. should be where it's okay that you uh, assist, okay, mm -hmm. in the marriage. Whatever, uh, <laughs> you can provide dresses, you can provide uh, so many other things. You yeah, can Egyptians do that. Yes, okay, but yeah. Palestinians, it's totally... Al <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you from my experience, you know, when my two daughters got married, uh, I'm not going to mention what I did, but with the pleasure I did it, you yeah. know, for the happiness of my daughter. There is a, there, uh, you have to look at her. Don't ever look, and some people, they don't look at them as equal, okay? They, you have to, to treat them the, the, the same, same way. way as the, yes. as the boys. Yes. Yeah. And uh, some, they are not like that. Some grandparents, because they are the old uh, mentality, they will differentiate between uh, this is my, uh, the, the, my daughter's son, this is my son's son so they are not yeah uh, but some of them they just uh, they moved on and they are uh, different oh. so i think well, we're we're dancing around a, a very important topic because this is one of the huge gaps between the old and new generation growing up in the middle east versus growing up in america and the way our parents treat us in the middle east and in america for me i mean back in Palestine when i was when i was 15 and i was In the Dubuan? You were, you were born here? I was born here, yeah. Okay, yeah, I but have, you visited. Yeah, I have dual citizenship. So okay. I have both. Good for you. No, <laughs> we kind of don't want to hold you. It's such a hassle. Oh, my God. Yes, you have to go to Jordan. I have to go to Jordan. I have to go to the Jisid. Yes, and, yes. You know, you know how the Yehud yeah. be, but um, edit that out. <laughs> 
Um, when I'm in Palestine, I have all the freedom in the world. I can go. I don't have to tell my mom. And mom yeah. I'm going to go to the internet yes, cafe. Yes. Just go. Just yes. Come and go like as you please. But when we, when I'm here, I have to, you know we the rules come in. There's not yes. the same freedom. Yes. Even even as a boy, you still you you have to, you're constant. You're constantly telling where your parents yes. are. You're constantly telling who you're going with. But the difference is if I'm going with my Muslim friends to, let's say, I'm going to Mahdi with Boston. I'm going to Mahdi to Boston for an Arab conference. Yes. It's not much of a problem. Yes. But if I'm going with some American friends yes. to wherever, it to can John be an issue. with a concert. He, a, that's a problem. Yes, yes. Well, so th- why, where is this coming from? What is it actually like to come to America and to have to raise a child in a different culture? Because okay. this is where the gap is coming you, from. Uh, when you were Fidir Dubuan and Ramallah, uh, it's a, it, they have the comfort. Okay, your mother is very comfortable. Ibn Mishrah Okay, mm-hmm. he's not gonna get lost in Ramallah or Fidir Dubuan. But here, if you uh, and you mentioned if you go with Mahdi somewhere, it's okay. We we don't want that influence. Okay, we don't want that influence that disagrees with our religion with our customs with our norms beliefs uh-huh. okay and we have the right for that because you're gonna feel the same way you want your children to be raised in a certain way so the outside influence uh-huh. is very important whether it's uh, it's Mahdi uh, in your mother's opinion and mine too would be a good influence okay <laughs> good influence I'm but if, be surprised. Uh, yes <laughs> if you want to go to Boston with uh, John Smith, John Smith enjoys the bar. He want to go to Cheers, okay? So it, it, they may drag you into the bar, uh, yeah. okay? Yeah. And uh, all what it take is, you know, it, a try or something like that. So y- you want to make sure who your children are hanging out with, and that's very important, yeah. okay? So you cannot blame your mother or your father for one and knowing who you, where you're going, okay? Mm-hmm. Because Ramallah... Is a comfort zone for them. Yeah, okay, see. they don't care. Okay, there is no bad, even though there might be. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I believe. Uh, that's the way I would feel about that. I feel I want to make sure that uh, that person my son is hanging out with or my yeah. daughter is a good influence. Yeah, I see. Because for them, it's like I know what goes on in Ramallah. I know what yeah. goes on in the yeah. I've been there, done that. Yeah. Even though I've gotten way more trouble in that than in Ramallah. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> it's easier to, sometimes. Somebody yeah. may prefer to raise their children over here. Comparing to this is from long time ago. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Uh, let's see how many uh, years ago. Maybe 45 years ago. Okay. Right now, I don't know what's going on there, but I hear not, not, uh, some stuff that uh, it's not uh, good. So. This kind of goes back when we were walking up here when we were talking about um, our identities and how you embrace our identity being in a in a separate um, culture. And it, it kind of goes back the same way, right? You, Because you feel like you're a minority in here, you want to embrace who you are as a person, whether that's your religion, your culture, your, your identity. And anything that's outside of that is a threat. And that's a threat to who you are, a threat to how you want to raise your kids. I just want to tell you how... Uh I felt and the others felt, you know, when we came to America. Absolutely. Like, Ooh, uh, yeah. Tell us about <laughs> in that. In comparison to you guys. Okay. okay. You are, I will consider you like, let's say, you, uh, Muhammad. Muhammad is an American born. You are raised here. But we, 
when we came here, okay, he was born as an American, okay, he was an American citizen. When I came here, we always felt uh, it's not, we don't exercise the rights that we have, okay, because we are immigrants, we look different, uh. we spoke different, uh, we felt that we must really not push it, okay? Mm. That's the way we felt. Okay. Compared to my children, or you, Muhammad, you, you weren't born here as a citizen, mm -hmm. okay, so he had the full right. Mm -hmm. Okay, you were naturalized, yeah. correct? Okay, so we're gonna say Muhammad. Muhammad was born an American, so he enjoys all of that, and he's not afraid. Ha'o. Yes, but us, it's a privilege. It is a privilege, and we never... Question uh, it. Question it. We okay. <laughs> Yes, yes. But right now, our children, which is a good thing, okay, it's going on, mm -hmm. that they are willing to push it as far as they can, uh, they want to. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Because they are, this is had al haq you know, this is, I am, yeah. uh, I have the right as much as I wanna John it. Smith, yeah. but in reality, it may not be <laughs> that, to be honest with you. In reality, even though you are born here and all of that, there is a still, on an individual basis, yes, okay? Mm -hmm. But as a group, we don't. And this is, and this is what I, I, I want to say to, you know, to the dads in your generation and my dads and his dad. I feel like that you guys took the bullet for us, right? You left your home to come here to look for an opportunity to raise a good family to establish a new life for for your own family and because of that i feel like we take it for granted and i just want to say to all the dads who are listening that i truly appreciate and i truly love You're the welcome. the things that you guys have done and all the yes. and I mean, all the work that you guys have done and all the effort that you guys put in and that you waste not wasted your life but you put your life yeah. in order to make our lives more happy more comfortable and, and more successful uh, where we came from yeah. and what you have right now is a, mm. a simple example okay yeah and in a joking way i used to tell my kids uh when i was uh, 16 17 18 mm -hmm. i would have killed for a nice bicycle okay yeah, yeah i tell them you have a car okay yeah so it, it, it get the picture yeah, yeah. you know i mean when I was your age, I would have killed for a nice bi bicycle. But here you have a nice car. Mm -hmm. But there I didn't need a car, actually. But here, yeah. if, you, if he was going to go to school, he needs it. But uh, my point that you are, you ought to be thankful that you have a, a mother and a father so. that are able to provide to that provide for you. you. Yeah. Where they came when they grew up, didn't I'm have talking nothing. about me, I'm yeah, not, yeah. Uh, not my wife. Uh, that I would have loved to have something like this, but it wasn't there. Yeah. Okay, so I, I d did something that I moved from one area to another. Uh, maybe at that time it wasn't on my mind the, why, the children because mm -hmm. I was young. You know, yeah, you yeah. don't think about children when you are, uh, you, I don't know if you, you are 25, 26. I don't know if you think about your children right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. No, I mean, at that time I didn't. Yeah. But that was one of the reasons because you want when you want to establish a family you want to uh, you know you want to make sure that this family is taken care of yeah. and here this, when we immigrated here that gives us uh, the the chance to do that and the opportunity and i hope that uh, you guys the new generation pick up some of those uh, uh, 
what we did for you guys, mm-hmm. okay, that you continue to, uh, continue it with mm-hmm. your children. Mm-hmm. The positive things. The positive, of course, of course. That y- somebody may say that's an old-fashioned or something like that. Mm-hmm. No. No. I- there is goodness in it. Of there course. is something good that comes out. Uh, right. Of that, yeah, yeah. The sacrifices, the sacrifices for the children, for the children yeah. Or uh, yes, or the family members, mm-hmm. the way you take care of your sisters, or mm-hmm. it means a lot. Yeah. I mean, something that uh, you have to care. I'm very sure when you see your father, that how much he he cared about his sisters or uh, uh, the brothers. That's the way you ought to, and you are in a position yourself, Mahdi, that yeah. you have to be. You, you took the lead without whether you wanted it or not. It right. was a thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So there is a, there's a lot of value and wisdom in the traditions that we have. Yes, yes. And it's coming to understand those. Yeah. Well, we want to thank you for your perspective. Oh, you are welcome. I enjoyed being here. Yeah. And <laughs> I did not know that you guys are that much fun. You know. Oh, wow. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we need to ask him more okay. for algile or dinner or something. No, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you. I really enjoyed this one here. My I man told me, she said, Dad, you're going to like those guys. Yeah. Uh, and Amina told me, she said. Uh, uh, oh, we appreciate yeah. it. Then at one time I said, why? I got myself into this. Oh, wow. But I, I am glad I did. Yeah. You know? The heck of all the experience. <laughs> Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here. Authentic. You are, you are welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for, for coming here. We truly appreciate your presence. You and with welcome. that. And I hope uh, you just keep going with this and uh, bring other perspective from mm-hmm. uh, so many uh, generations. Yeah. Generations. Yeah. Or that's, that's a plan. Subjects that's a plan. or topics. Yeah. Uh, so keep it going. All right. Thank you, Amal. Appreciate it. And with that, we're signing off, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode, episode eight, with uh, Amal Ziyad Musa. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. <laughs>